look not good. You don't look good. You always look good, mate. Thanks. Hmm. Anyway, that's how we go. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Once When I Was Cool podcast. I'm here. I'm Dave, uh, coming to you from the starting to get cold uh, Hobart now. And joining me on the other end of the line, I'm here with Wee. How are you, Wee? Yeah, g'day, Dave. I'm good, thanks. It's uh, cold down there. It's hot up here. I've got the fan mm. blasting away. Wouldn't say it's cold. It's uh, it's it's cooling off. Let's just say so. Yeah, yeah. Have a few sunny days. Still plenty of biting the th- days there, and uh, you know that sort of weather that um, you know gets you going. You know, starting to think of winter and stacking the wood fire. Of course, you wouldn't have to think about that too much, would you? Not anymore. I don't. Not living in Bris Vegas, where yeah. I grew up, I used to have to stack the wood. <laughs> and uh, we want to say thanks again to our special friend over there, Simon, uh, the guy who puts it all together for us, our, our shining light and the uh, the one that uh, gets our smooth tones out there to you. So we, as we were talking about, it's still got a little bit of, uh, it's starting to get a little bit of chill in the air and, and still plenty of warmth and, and really works up a th- really works up a thirst. And I was kind of thinking today, um, as I was having a beer after doing some uh, lawn mowing and some other sorts of garden work at the end of the day, I was thinking about what it was like when we were younger and we were desperately trying to prove ourselves. So uh, once when I was cool, we used to drink cheap alcohol. Yes, and uh, on occasion, if there's nothing else around, we can still have a crack at it. I um, I you say uh, we still have a crack at it. Yeah, come on, <laughs> have a bit of. Come on, <laughs> can't go past a good, um, good lot of cask wine as long as it's made, you know, within the last three months. You know? Well, one of the cheapest ones that I remember, and um, sorry if I've cut you off here. One of the cheapest ones, and probably one of the spirits I started off on when I was. When I was much younger, was um, Southern Comfort. Did you ever drink Southern Comfort? Uh, it was sort of like medicine to me, so I didn't. I, I am a, a dark spirits kind of guy, not just a dark spirit in me, but <laughs> <laughs> I like the taste of the dark spirit, and I like the really. I'm a I'm a very um, big um, rum drinker, and I love it's the dark you're a Queenslander. Rums, yeah. for, rums for Queenslanders and pirates, weren't? Right? Yeah, pirates. Yeah, scurvy. Stops the scurvy, um, that, and um, it also keeps away, um, you know, polio at, at best. And lice. Yeah. But, uh, no, I love the dark spice rums. I've got a real um, hankering for the dark spice rums yeah. these days. Um, but so, uh, so what's that got to do with um, the Southern Comfort? Nothing. You asked me if I like it. I said no. I, I well, told you what oh, I that like. That was going to be what I was asking. What is it? I thought, is it a type of bourbon or is it a... Uh, it's not a rum. It's what's what sort of spirit is it? I think it's a bourbon. I, I don't really know. And um, if we've offended any of the Southern Comfort drinkers out there, um, are there Southern Comfort drinkers out there? That's what uh, I want to know. There, there, there would be usually uh, for those who are overseas. It's more the redneck kind of drink. Is it? I thought it was like a soft introductory. Yeah. Sort of thing. I didn't think it was a particular. Yeah, Jim Beam and Southern Comfort is a. Well, Jim Beam's a bit harder. I mean, a lot of the um, the rock icon type people like to get into that. If you're a, you know, you're a hard rocker. I remember um, we bought. Um, I was out with some mates at a at a uni function, and not even my uni. Someone's we went to, and we had a a, a liter bottle of um, Jim Beam and a two liter bottle of Coke. 
Actually, I think it was a two-liter bottle of Diet Coke because for some reason we didn't have it. <laughs> what? in your weight? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. When we were nineteen, but we didn't yeah. have any. Um, we didn't have any glasses because we were in someone's dormitory, and of course, uh-huh. poor uni students had nothing. So what we were doing was taking a mouthful of bourbon, there follow up with a mouthful of Coke, and and funnily <laughs> enough, we got written off really quickly. Yeah, I think it's the mouthful of bourbon versus the mouthful of Coke. <laughs> you don't think it was my diabetes playing up, and no, I got you'd... into a little coma. I don't think it was your diabetes at all. I think it was, <laughs> I think if anything, uh, it would have helped to get into a coma quicker so you yeah. didn't have to go through the pain. No, well, it was more the hangover that was the issue. But when when we were younger, those type of, um, that alcohol, the, yeah. the Jim Beam, the Southern Comfort and vodka was a really big thing. Um because, you know, your parents couldn't smell it as much, um, and, and the rum. Um, and you'd just go to the parties when you were like 15 mm. and 16 and you'd just go stupid on it. I remember, you know, you saying a mouthful of that, and I, I've done that before and it's just ridiculous. But I've also flipped it on its head and put in a little bit of Coke like it was the rum and the rest of it was rum. So That's just yeah. showing off. No, that's just me writing myself off really quick because I'm such a huge human. My body mass index back then was um, probably a tenth of what it is today. So, um, yeah, when I was felt and little and, and all my strength went into my hair. So what was the um, <laughs> what was the um, your, your drink of choice back then when you first started drinking when you were a teenager or coming out of your teenager? What, what was your drink of choice? Look, I, I'm partial to a beer. I actually was, there was a point in my life where I couldn't even tolerate rum because I wrote myself off that bad with it when I was a young fella, about 16, that I couldn't even tolerate the smell or even the look of the bottle. <laughs> Every time I'd see it, I'd just want to um, throw up, basically. I got a bit like that with the, um, what's the licorice one, the big... Um, <laughs> Zambuca. Zambuca. Oh, oh, my God. Can I tell you, before... The week before my 21st, we went out to the little bowls club just out of town and um, we were having Zambuka shots, lighting, lighting them up with five-ounce beer chasers yeah. and we drank one and a half bottles of it. Oh and, people, and then I just couldn't tolerate it after that and people were going, oh, he obviously likes it, we'll buy him some for his 21st. So yeah. all this Zambuka <laughs> there. <laughs> that I couldn't drink after that, so I just had to keep palming it off to people. Uh, but um, uh, I, I remember, yeah, it was it was a big thing. I remember at my 19th birthday party we went and saw uh, Noiseworks, I think it was. Do you remember Noiseworks? Absolutely, Crackenbeck. Well, oh, this is the only time I've ever seen them, and it's the only time in my life I've been blackout drunk and don't remember. And and we went and saw Noiseworks, and before we went out, because it was my birthday and we were stupid and my parents were overseas, we were drinking Jack Daniels, with Sambuca chasers and it was a a horrendous night and I I, the hangover was I still fear that hangover now even though it's long gone it's one of those (laughs) ones you'll always remember um but the other thing when you say you used to get them and, and drop them, we um, we used to get into what we used to call depth charges and it's similar to oh, what yeah. a um, 
to what a what are the ones with Red Bull called? A Jaeger bomb. Similar to what a Jaeger bomb was. So you get a schooner of beer, you drink the top whiskey. out of the schooner. Well, we'd get Drambui, which was a um, which was a deadly enough form of poison on its own. And um you drop that down the middle, and then a schooner is four hundred and twenty-five mils, have figure out however many ounces of that is. But you would just drink it as quick as you could, you'd scull it down, and then as you got to the, it was okay. It mixed in quite nicely, but as you got to the very end, it was just pure Drambuie and mm. you were just sculling that as quick as you can. And it was just, Oh God, it was rough. I don't know how we did it, but we did it a lot. Mm. Oh, look, I've done um, <laughs> the Jaeger bombs quite a bit. Um, I, I did. I remember, I think it might've been a, when we went out one night, we were doing Jaeger bombs back in the day when we worked together and uh, yeah, that didn't turn out. Don't they never did turn out well. Turn uh, out good as well. And I don't know how you know with drinking that much Red Bull and that much stimulant. I don't know how my um, heart didn't pop out of my eyeballs. Or, you know, you'd have to be because they give you the Red Bull and they tip it in, and then they drop the Jaeger bomb, the the Jagermeister in, and then they give you the rest of the can. So for every Jaeger bomb you have, you're drinking a full can of Red Bull as well. And mm. yeah, I don't I don't know how I ever tolerated that. That's a lot of caffeine. Uh, I look at it this way: for every Every two you put in, you need one to counteract it. So, you know, it was just, <laughs> I think um, you're just lucky to wake up the next day. Have you, <laughs> have you ever, ever not woken up the next day? N- no, 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 no. I, have you ever woken up somewhere where you were totally didn't know where you were? Uh, that one time when I was 19 and we went and saw Noiseworks, it was mm. uh, referred to, my um, friend Ray still refers to it as the Noiseworks incident, and I just turned up at home. I don't know how I got home, but um, I got home and that's, yeah, luckily that's where it was. And it, it scared me enough that I never wanted to get blackout drunk again, and I was just in the local town we were in, so it was it was fairly reasonable. I take it you've turned up in various oh, the, garbage bins the and places abs- like that. Close, close. The, ver- the, the worst, the absolute worst. And I, no, none of these people are going to be listening. No one's going to know anything mm. anyway. Mm. But um, it was, I think we were about 16 and we went to um, year 12. So, yes, come 15 to 16, and I got absolutely trashed to the point that I woke up the next day in a car one street over from where the party was in, in someone a, in a car <laughs> in a car because so i found a car and went to open the car because in the country no one locks their doors right oh yeah <laughs> woke up in the car in someone's back seat of a car in their shed <laughs> the worst oh, so part they put the, the car away or you car found the car the, I, I found the car in the shed and oh, i must okay. have gone that looks comfortable i'm just going to climb into here all oh, right <laughs> And um, I sort of woke up and I'm going, where the, where the hell am I? Didn't know where I was, absolutely. I can't remember, but I may have thrown half in the car. No, class. <laughs> I know. But the worst thing is I remember walking out of the yard going, oh, shit, I've got to get out of here. So out I go, cross the road and started walking to back towards our house. And the owners come out and got in the car, and as I was going past, they were looking at me, and I was just looking at them, gave them more way. Oh, they would have got in there, and it would have been shocking. It would have been horrendous. <laughs> that's um, that's uh, probably the absolute um, your lowest point. Lowest point. Um, 
that's mm. been alcohol. That last point, alcohol related, I should mm. say. But no, right, know. it's been plenty um, of others. <laughs> oh yeah. So but, just. Um, I've just looked up here, and Southern Comfort is described as an American fruit-flavoured liqueur with fruit and spice accents. Who knows? So it's a liqueur. So, mm. uh, so that is was it one a liqueur. Allegedly, allegedly. Or l- liquor. Liqueur, not liquor. liquor. You sure? Yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> um, so um, Wikipedia is never wrong, mate. Oh, no. No, <laughs> it's never wrong. So the reason I'm back to the original point, it was back there somewhere about eight minutes ago, was that that was probably the first drink, uh, you know, I, I probably drank that more than Southern and Coke. I think I drank, drank more than anything else when I first started drinking, more than I drank beer or anything like that. And similarly, the reason I stopped drinking that was because I think I got written off on it and had a Southern Comfort ha- hangover so that I never went back to it again. Um, but thinking back to you, you hear some of the stories and some of the people out there, and the reason that I, I've come on this topic is um, our good friend of the show, uh, the handyman, brought this topic up. I think it's a suggestion for when we were looking for um, episode fifty ideas, and so it was quite a while ago. But uh, Mick, we got there, mate. So we're, we're in on it eventually. But um, he brought this up as you know, thinking about the alcohol and the drinks that you drank when you were younger. And I just seem to remember there were a lot of different things that people used to drink. Now, I was fortunate enough that I didn't ever really have to partake in too many of these ones that we're going to bring up. And some of them are still around, some of them are gone, and um, some of them I found again that are still going. So it's interesting uh, to go from there. But probably the the first and foremost and the one that everybody's uh, had an encounter with, especially what seemed to be the teenage girl's drink of the time, was Passion Pop. So Passion Pop was a cheap. Um, weed's going to glitch out and come back in in a minute. But Passion Pop was uh, was a type of champagne or, or, or a knockoff. Uh, well, you can't call it champagne. You call it a... Uh, a, a, a bubbly wine. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's bubbly the, wine. No, there's a proper oh. name for it. Sparkling wine. Sparkling it's a wine. sparkling wine and um, it was cheap and it was fairly nasty. I think it goes for about two or three bucks a bottle or something like that. You can still get it, mate, if you go to some of the big bottles. You can yeah. still right down on the bottom rack. Yeah, well, right. In one of when in one of the jobs I had in health, in one of the management office, the girls that I work with, um, they were probably oh, 10, 12 years younger than me, and they had um, a bottle of Passion Pop sitting up on their shelf, and somebody had stuck a sticker over the top of it and written Moe. Oh. <laughs> and they were always trying to palm it off to everybody, say, "Oh, congratulations! Look, here's a bottle of Moe for you." <laughs> yeah, thanks, love. Yeah, no, the um, the Moet. Is uh, a lot nicer than than the passion pop. The passion pop was pretty evil. I think it was just the dregs of the barrel. Um, yeah. And if and if people out there that like it, and I'm offending them, I'm really sorry. But yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was just easy to tolerate. It wasn't overly. It was just a drink that you could tolerate. It's a fizzy alcoholic yeah. beverage. Yep, five dollars forty nine at uh, Dan Murphy's. It's going for boom. Yep, quality. We're going to have a bottle of that. 750 mils. What are we celebrating or commiserating? I'm, I'm going to bring it down for your wife when we come down next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, she'll love that. Tammy, <laughs> Tammy loves a bit of passion pop. I'm going to bring yeah. that in with so, a goon for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you don't know what a goon is, I'll leave it up to you to look that one up. Um, so probably the other one was the Stone's Green Ginger Wine. Did you ever oh, get into that? That to, I'm sorry. That was just the most hideous thing. People used to mix that in with their beers. Really? Yeah, people that have beer and then mix the green ginger wine in with it. 
it's um, sort of try and get you get you knackered a little bit quicker than just drinking beers. Right. So well, um, it goes for ten bucks a bottle. Ah, oh, when I come down, we are definitely going shopping. Oh. We're going. We're going to Dan Murphy's. Only in your if you place. take it back with you. No, no, we'll yeah. leave it there. We'll get some photos and put up on the website <laughs> of us having a have a, us having a, a a good go at it. Did you ever drink it? Oh, yeah, you seem to I know did. a bit about it. I can't ever remember. I remember it being around. I can't ever remember actually drinking it. Oh, mate, it's one of those things that you know. It's, it's when you're young and silly and you wanted to be cool. Um, you know, you'd go, oh, let's have a drink, and we'd have a drink of that. Um, and for for those when I, I mentioned goon before. Um, it's basically the cask wines, and the goon refers to the the you know the aluminium bag inside, the foil bag inside. Mm. Um, so that's why that's why and, it's called and goon. It all, but it always used to be uh, um, referred to as um, no, it always used to be thought of as the cheaper wines or the wines they couldn't sell. But it's uh, and um, I had an auntie who used to call it chateau cardboard, and mm. um, it was always. Thought it always used to be the cheaper wines, and because it had come in a four liter a four liter box essentially. Mm. But I think some of the um, the winemakers sort of caught on to it and started uh, putting some of their better wines into there, that, mm. um, so that you could still get it from the cask without it going flat. Yeah, it it was great for the alcoholics because they'd be able to buy you know four liters pr- pretty cheap. Yet again, I remember seeing um, people, and not me, but um, not having glasses and just holding it up and drinking it straight from the bag, like holding yeah. the bag so it was like sagging down and then tip the tap straight into their throats. Yeah, and then as it, it was well, and then you sort of roll it down like a tooth, uh, cheap toothpaste, roll it down so you don't get. So the, mm. we used to play games. So oh, look out, yeah. We used to on the old clothesline, the Hills Hoist. So. The clotheslines here in Australia used to be uh, what they call hills hoist. Have a look, look it up if you don't know. But yeah, what four, we used to forearms and they spin. Forearms and they spin. They're, they're free, freestanding. So what we used to do is used to tie the the goon onto the actual clothesline and play the wheel of goon fortune. So you just spin it around, and whoever whoever it came close to, you had to drink out of it for five seconds. Right. So as you can imagine, you know that got pretty pretty rough. Yeah. At at times, and especially yeah. if you had uh, a really crappy uh, clothesline like we did, and mm. and you actually couldn't spin it, so it was whoever, <laughs> it was whoever, like was, getting, whoever was standing next to you was the one that got into trouble. <laughs> Absolutely, because it was like the mistletoe as you walked past. It's like ah, you've got to <laughs> you got to drink it now. But um, um, I got to um, when I was young, and I first sort of left home and moved up to far north Queensland, um, I had to go and get stitches in my arm one day because it was quite hot up there and we drank a, a goon and what we decided is we opened it back up when it was, and blew it up so it was like a um, like a balloon but it was yep. obviously a little bit more um, solid than a balloon. And what we were doing, we were getting it and throwing it into the, to the ceiling fans and whoever it landed near had to spell another drink. So I thought, Oh, I can't do this anymore. So I went. Someone went to throw it in. And I thought I'm going to block it. Stuck my hand um, straight up into the ceiling into the fan, fan. Mm. and then uh, chopped a big. Uh, I think I had about eight or nine stitches in it. Well, that was in the olden days when stealing uh, stealing fans, ceiling fans had that sharp edge and were oh, they were metal. Uh, no oh, metal, and they spun fast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. 
if you've got your head up in there, you, you, you know, knock some sense into you, as my father-in-law would say. <laughs> um, but talking about the, the wine then, um, this was also in the days when um, wine used to have corks in it. Do you remember remember those days when and it wasn't all that uh, long ago when corks were still in, in wine bottles? So, I mean, champagne bottles still have corks in them and you have to pop them and it makes a big noise. And if you do it the right way, you can fling them off and break something or take someone's eye out. Always aim to take an eye out, I say. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, look, it, corky, corks back in the day. So we've got synthetic corks now. And a lot of the time these days are even screw tops. I, I think they're most. I don't, can't remember when I last saw a, a cork or, a, a, or similar in a bottle. I thought they're all screw tops these days. No, I suppose we don't drink expensive wines. I don't know. So, um, but no, that's the, right. the, the biggest thing about with, with the corks, and I don't know if you remember this, is you, being teenagers, you never really had the right utensils. So you're trying to get the cork out with a knife or a fork, you know, trying to get it in to get it out. Um, and by the end of it, you just ended up pushing the cork into the bottle, mm. all broken up. So, Or, yeah, yeah, or destroy it. And so then the red wine does something happens and you massacre the red wine and ruin the bottle. I don't know how that ever happened, but apparently it did. Drop, drop on cork in it and swallow on the cork probably wasn't good. Well, you used to have different sorts of corkscrews as well. You'd have the traditional one that was like a little flick knife sort of thing where you'd flip it out and you'd screw it in and then get the little lever and try and get the yep. cork out that way. And I always massacred the cork with that. I was not good at that at all. Mm. And then from there, you had the one with the two little arms. And so as you screwed it in, the arms would come up and yep. the head would go down and then you push it down and pull the head up and it pull it out. They seem to be the most successful ones. I, I wish I wish that was recorded. Because you were doing it those, is recorded, but I'm not going to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, as I did it. Squawking, action, squawking like a duck, and yeah. then, um, and then the other one was the weird one that was like a straight, uh, like a needle type thing at a right angle, and had a little pump that you used to push on it, and you push it down through the cork, so it went in through the cork and into the yeah. other side, and then you just pump it so that the pressure in there would pop the cork out the top. Yeah. I yeah. seem to remember there was varying levels of success with them as well. I suppose if the cork's pretty well stuck in, what's it going to do? Is it going to blow the? I'm sure there's been blowing bottles from it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, oh, but that was, um, that, that was worth a try. Yeah, but I think um, I think most of the time I ended up pushing the the corks into the bottle rather than because I used to massacre them too. But your See, your heritage are wine drinkers, aren't they? I thought you guys well, would have known how to unblock a cork from a young age. Mate, it's concreting and um, I, I've been able to tolerate alcohol. Mate, we used to have uh, at lunch, you'd come in out of the paddock whenever you were and then at lunch you'd have, uh, you know, a small glass of wine with your lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember that as young as probably 10 and 12. Yeah. You know, you, uh, we used to make our own because we had the vineyard and we used to have um, for, for table grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad always had a few, few rows of uh, wine grapes so he could make his homegrown so my dad did make it sometimes they were good um and it was old-fashioned stomping them with your feet through hessian bags all of, yeah. all of that so there's probably a level of um you know toe jammedness in it and things like that um we <laughs> nothing, we had to watch like out a drink you can chew on though mate. yeah yeah but um my, my old man too used to um go down to the local delicatessen and get the essence um of uh liqueurs oh, and yeah. then and then make stand over the stove and cook it up and make his make his own liqueurs and then bottle it up 
Well, do you remember the people that used to get the vanilla essence and drink that and think that you could get drunk off vanilla essence? Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I never understood. I never knew if you actually could do that or not, but it seemed like um, people seemed to think that you could. I remember that was a thing and then they wouldn't let you have it at school when you did cooking because people would try and drink it and, mm. I don't know, but you're allowed to have glue sticks. So there you go. Yeah. I remember, I remember when we worked together, we used to get, you know, the... Um, the drunks that had come through, the, the pretty full-on alcoholics. And I remember one of them come in and he'd go, and that these are full-on drinking metho, really yep. bad, bad alcoholics. Yep. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys actually come in and we were having a chat because he was quite unwell and he said, oh, I was that desperate I even drank a six-pack of beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like to them that's, that's just like water, you know, so... Yeah, yeah look. the metho drinkers are, are hardcore. But talking about drinking a six-pack of beer, do you remember when, and I haven't seen these for a long time either, you used to be able to get a little carton, we used to call them throwdowns, and they were little 250-ml oh, yeah. bottles of beer. And yeah, yeah. most of the, the major manufacturers had them. Um, yeah, we used to call them throwdowns because you'd, you'd drink them before before you knew it and you could mm. easily get get through, you know, six, eight, ten mm. in we- no time. We used to call them grenades up here. Oh, okay. Because, you know, they were small like a grenade. You'd have them in your hand, you'd crack it, and you'd throw it down, and then you'd throw the can away. Oh, okay. Now, these were all glass bottles. These were all 250-mil yeah. glass bottles, yeah. and then you, yeah, no. It was... Bottle, bottles slash cans, either. Or. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> all the little ones. Do you remember when the beer cans used to be tin? And they used to, rather than being the aluminium that you could crush down, or for our North yeah. American listeners, uh, the aluminum. Aluminum. Um, you used to have the tins and they'd have the ring pull that had come all the way off. You'd pull it off, and but they were solid tins. There was no way you were going to crush them. Well, your mate, old man used to collect them. You'd have I was them, going to you? say, mate, I've got a whole couple of boxes of them out there that... Um, that uh, Any I've unopened? Um, I've actually found a, a beer yesterday. Yeah. Um, in the shelf, just going through the shelf from my dad's, and I think it's from the eighties, a four X. But it was when they used to have eighties or nineties. Used to have the four X um, uh, girls and guys, you know, the like the um, what do you call it, the cheerleaders and things like that. Oh yeah, way back in the day, full can yeah. of that, still unopened. Oh, she'd be rough now. Is the but, tin rusted? No, tin's not. It's still that's an aluminum or aluminium yeah. one. Oh, okay, right. But but next to it is a beer and I, I think the beer can and I'm not sure but it's like the stamps that go through upside down. So this beer can, the actual label which is on the it's actual on steel down. can is on yeah. upside down. Yeah, that'd probably be worth something. I think we I think you mentioned that before actually. I think yeah. or you might must have shown it to me before. So he's got I've got uh, probably four boxes of these aluminium cans out there. Mm. Um and if anyone's interested in buying them, I'm happy to get rid of them. <laughs> you <laughs> but, pay the postage. Yeah. 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 Um, so the other one, when we're talking about wines and, and coming in at lunchtime, having a, uh, like a wine and uh, those types of things, one of the first sort of, it was really targeted towards women because men at barbecues used to drink beer and women would drink some sort of white wine from something or other, usually from a cask. Um, but then they used to come out with the wine coolers. And one of the, the first ones I remember that was um, was the West Coast cooler. Heading for the West Coast. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember, and you were mentioned in the ads before, and I just seem to remember a lot of uh, Terry Towling sh- uh, shirts and pants with sun visors and big blonde hair. Yeah. And, and sitting around drinking the. Going to the beach, head, heading yeah. for the West Coast, mm. you know. Um, I, don't, I don't remember the song. You sang that before. I don't remember that. But yeah. I remember, I vaguely remember the ads. And, and I was surprised to find when you told me last week that they still make West Coast. So Yes, yes, they do. Because mm. um, who, who, uh, someone was having a West Coast and I had a bit of a chuckle and uh, that's when I said, hey, Let's do let's do alcohol yeah, on the West well, Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, West Coast. So I ended up buying a four pack for when you come down, and we we're thinking about doing a uh, a video series of just uh, you know five minute videos of if you want to see us doing all different sorts of things that won't take up a full episode. And uh, I think West Coast should be one of them. West Coast goon and some passion pop. We'll get a little we'll get a little uh, presentation of it, and we might have a little bit of tasting. Like yeah. a wine tasting. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> wine tasting with our viewer. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Hey, Shaniqua. Yeah, yeah. If she's if she's watching, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then there's a couple that I didn't know of that you mentioned before, and one of them was White Lightning. Tell us about that. Oh, good old White Lightning. Now, White Lightning was one of those back in the '80s. You would um, you'd get lots of different bits and pieces, but White Lightning was like a beer slash winey type cidery. Um, drink so it was one of those sort of lighter, sort of a bit like cross between like a West Coast and and um, you know the the goo and the passion pop. So it was um, you know you get it for three liters. You get like three liters for like very cheap. You can buy oh it really cheap. Really? Um, yeah. And there's oh. some. And these it just days, makes my liver hurt thinking about it. There's some really good equivalents these days, and one of them, and this is not about promoting anything, but one of them is called Fat Lamb. Fat P- Lamb. P H A. I think it's P H A T or Lamb, and yeah. it's like a um, alcoholic ginger beer and things like that. You get it in like two liters for like eight bucks, oh. and if and it's like the the alcoholic content is like. It's it's amazing if you get to the bottom of it, yeah. um, you need to go and have a lie down after, I, like I for the rest so. of the I, day and night. I think it would have been enforced on you to have a lie down. I don't think you would have had much choice. <laughs> get the bottom of two liters of that stuff, my goodness. Oh, mate, I tell you, it was um, that sort of stuff was just really. Um, it's it's what you could afford. It's what you could get people to buy because you didn't have money. So you know, two bucks would buy you a lot. Back in the day, you know, what did you say the um, passion pop was? I think it was two bucks a bottle. Yeah, I think way so. back in I the think day so too. And that's why people are buying because it's two bucks a bottle. You go. It's only five bucks now, so it must have yeah. been even even cheaper thirty maybe years a, ago. Maybe a dollar fifty or something. Uh, but it was, I remember at some stage being two bucks. I'm going oh, mm. two bucks. But there was also the things like the um, the Cinzano. Um, you know those sorts of yeah, so the, the, the the chin chin and Italian vermouth, yeah. yeah. But but the the white lightning was like an alcoholic cider, basically, but a cheap yeah. al- al- alcoholic cider. Yeah, um, and used to come in big big container big containers. And what about Malibu? Did you used to drink Malibu? I I, ne- I think I had it once or twice, and it wasn't Malibu the ingredients of a white Russian or something like that. Yeah, you can get any, a white Russian and milk, a black Russian. Milk yeah, makes drinks a bit. Can't be bothered. Yeah. So, oh, look, I've had a couple of couple of them, but it's that it's it's a coconut rum if I if I remember. But that used to be the drink back in the day. A lot of um, girls used to drink it. 
Um, yeah, so I remember a lot of girls in, in my high school grades used to drink gin and they used to think that they were so grown up by drinking gin and then three or four <laughs> gins in, they'd all start crying and it was like the greatest depressant there was around. They were all, yeah, yeah they were all miserable and all started crying. Yeah, that's, um, that's teenage girls for you though. <laughs> uh, but that, that's back in the, like a lot of the teenage boys that just get, want to fight fight i had a i had a mate that every time he'd get um drunk every tree was not safe he every bush he'd be wanting to fight the the shrub the shrubbery it was crazy he'd, he'd wake up the next day and he'd have cuts all over him and he'd go uh, i had i jumped into another bush and had a fight didn't i yeah so he was just absolutely crazy. I knew a guy that was similar to that who used to wrestle uh, post box, um, you know, letter boxes out the front. Yeah. He used yeah. to feel inclined to have to damage every sort of letter box that he could. Yeah. And I mean, that's the, um, that's the way. And me, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Well, that's so, what I say. I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I'm no good at either. So, yeah. Well, hmm. true that. Um, anyway, yeah. But there's, you know, the advocate back in the day, the egg liqueur, the Vox. Oh, you know, looking back at that, you know, the blue Vox, the red Vox, and I think I've told you a story about the Vox and we used to make look like we had blood pouring out our mouths and things like that. Oh, it was just, just horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. But you just go to different friends' places and there'd be different alcohol at different places. Like we used to mm. have the home, homemade um, wine. And to tell you the truth, um, with my mum just selling her house, I was down there the other week. And under the sink was still a bottle of this homemade wine from my dad. It, I remember and, just after he died, we went up there. I think it was nearly twelve months later, and there was there was a couple of bottles still under the house. Yeah, yeah. My um, my brother, I dared um, I dared my younger brother to drink it the other day. Mum said he wasn't allowed to. <laughs> you dare him to every time he is but, there, and he always considers it. He always considers it, but he drank it after my dad passed away. He drank a bottle of it. Mm. Oh, it was great. He was so smashed on that. It was, it was just great. He was quite sick the next day. It was awesome. <laughs> so. And um, probably the last one then out of all of that was the uh, non-alcoholic one. Do you remember the uh, non-alcoholic one? Ching, ching. No. No, it no. was uh, the Clayton's. That's it, Clayton's. I don't ever remember drinking Clayton's. I think it was around in the 70s and 80s It's saying here, the drink you have when you're not having a drink. Um, I remember right. the advertising campaign seemed to be fantastic. They had all these mm. people um, uh, sort of promoting it. Yeah, they had the big drink and the Clayton's, the drink you're having when you're not having a drink, like the whole Bond series type of thing. And Yeah, yeah. But, but these days they're doing it again. They've got zero uh, percent beer. I mean, you either drinking a beer or you're not drinking a beer. Have a coke. I don't know. Just don't drink. <laughs> drink, drink beer zero percent. Sort of defeats yeah, the purpose. Uh, well, it's like zero carb beers as well. I mean, if you're drinking beer, you shouldn't be worrying about your weight. Well, <laughs> a friend of mine not long ago, we went out for a beer, and I was said, "Oh, look, my shout." And we were at a, like a micro brewery type thing in um in brisbane here and he goes no 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 i'll go and get it i said look i've just bought the round for everyone and he came a bit late my shout i'll come and get it for you so i said uh you know schooner of and he 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 didn't want me to hear that's why he didn't want me there he goes have you got anything that's low carb Uh, and i just turned to him and, and i just turned to him and i just went 
oh, you are kidding me. And when we got back to the table, it was on. I just had to keep paying him out, you know. Yeah. You know, they make sure you go to the ladies' toilet, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Time, time to find new friends. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great because he didn't want me to hear him because I don't let stuff like that slide too easy. Says you who were told by your uh, surgeon friend that if you wanted him, he was buying the um, coffees, that if you wanted a coffee, if you wanted your mocha, he would, uh, you'd have to go and buy that yourself. Yeah. But it's funny, mocha is not the, the uh, least masculine um, coffee you can have. No. I, w- I was working with someone today who asked for an almond milk chai. I just said, oh. <laughs> you're a grown adult. Why would you want that? Well, so I stare good, correctly. Good for, the, good, for of, the, good for the tummy health. Yeah, so I don't have the coffee then. Like, I, it's, it's coffee with chocolate in it. I mean, how, for, for the mocha, what's wrong with that? Mm. Two mm. of the food groups. It, it's a hot diabetes. It's a hot pot of diabetes. That's exactly <laughs> correct. Anything else you want to add, mate? Mate, I just wanted to say to the uh, viewer out there, you know, we have... Listener. We're not doing viewers yet. We'll do viewer eventually next time you come back. Viewer slash listen, I'm just getting in early. You know, we we have been a little bit um, remiss remiss the last couple of weeks. We're just, um, you know, trying to get some stuff done in our lives. So um, if um, we've missed you guys um, and if you guys have missed us, that's great. That's awesome. And I know a couple of people have reached out and asked a question. Um, Yeah, our apologies. It just... um, Sometimes life gets in the way of um, us having a bit of fun for you, mm. with you guys. But thanks for sticking with us. We do appreciate it. Uh, we will be a bit more diligent. Um, we're starting to get ourselves sorted out again now. And hopefully uh, within a couple of, what, how long? Probably not too much longer now we'll be in the same studio again. Um, we'll be able to, to visit and probably get a little bit better quality audio out towards you as well. No, not so much glitching and, uh, yeah, hopefully get back to what normal was beforehand. Looking forward to that and looking forward to a bit of um, maybe a bit of footage content out there for the um, Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a go. For the listener. At, we're going to have a go at uh, trying to do a couple, as I said, some shorter, shorter sort of subjects that, uh, you know, maybe five-minute little video vignettes of things that we like that wouldn't fill up a full episode for you to listen to um, and probably put it up on Vimeo and not YouTube because well, we all know what YouTube's like, so. Yeah. And look, you know, if you have any suggestions, drop it to our socials. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy for, I'm not saying them. Are you, <laughs> Dave's looking at me, waiting for me to say it and really just ruin it. But. Once for school podcast at gmail.com. That'll get to us. All right. We thanks very much, Simon. Thank you for putting it all together again. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye-bye.